Welcome, my friends, to the Following the Spirit podcast. This is a podcast where we'll cover topics from wellness to business to homeschooling to inspiration in hard seasons and so much more. We are living in a crazy world right now, but staying connected to one another and God helps calm the crazy. So buckle up and let's get right to it. Hello, hello, friends. I am super excited to chat with you a little bit more about habits today. And so where this is coming from is I've become kind of like obsessed with being more consistent in life. Um, I've shared Hebrews 12, 11 with you guys a lot. And that says no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. And while this might not be exactly what that means, one of the biggest things that I register that as is being disciplined in the things that I do and the daily habits that I currently have. And so as I've been getting more consistent and working on my habits, I've been realizing that there are a lot of things that I do by habit that I don't even realize I'm doing. So I've shared a lot about my journey with food and my struggles in my eating disorder recovery and and everything I've been going through there. And one of the biggest things recently that I've been doing is trying to be more intentional with what I'm putting into my body. And last week I started a healthy eating plan and it's been really awesome. It's intended to be a lifestyle change, not necessarily a diet, but really helping you find better habits when it comes to food. And so I've, I've been kind of looking at it through that lens and trying to be really thoughtful about if I go have something that's not on the plan, why am I doing it? So for instance, bread was a good example. <laughs> I have been making sourdough for about three months now, and I absolutely love making it. I also love eating it, but I was finding myself eating bread just because it was there. And so I hadn't made any sourdough bread in in about a week or two, so I didn't have any at home. And it was going to take me, you know, sourdough is a process, so it takes between 12 to 14 hours just to get it to be bread that you can eat. And I was like, okay, do I want to take this time? Because this is going to be really intentional. It's not on the plan, but it's something that I'm feeling really called to eat. And so I would, I, I made it and I ate it. And I felt really good about it and I enjoyed it and I savored every single slice that I had. I grilled it up on a cast iron skillet and it was so amazing. Just a little bit of butter. Some days I put cream cheese on it, but very simple, right? And I realized that in the past, because bread was easily accessible, whether it be store-bought bread or I was consistently making sourdough all the time, so it was always here, I was eating bread just because just because it was there. (laughs) It had become almost a habit, like part of my routine. Same with eating all of my children's leftovers, if anyone can relate to that. (laughs) There was a lot of moments where I would eat peanut butter and fluff, and I don't even really like it that much, but I would eat it because my kids didn't finish it. Or I would eat their pizza that I don't really like the flavor of, but I'm just going to eat it because I don't want it to go to waste. And I I was getting into that habit Therefore, when I was like, oh, I can't have that, at first I went into like my fight or flight mode and I, I felt my my progress regressing a little bit. But then I realized this isn't about restricting. This isn't about I can't have it. It's about do I want it? And so I've kind of been 
as I saw that, I've been kind of applying that to all of my life and really looking at what are the habits that I have, good, bad, indifferent, trying to not label them as much, and choosing what it is I want to do. So if I have a habit of staying up too late, as I've become more consistent with my evening routine, I've realized I stay up too late for very specific things. And it's mainly because I have a habit of not saying no. I have a habit of overcommitting. This year, my word is maybe. And therefore, (laughs) I've been working on that a lot. It's been hard. There have been a lot of moments where I'm like, oh, I just said yes to something I should have said maybe to and probably no. And so I've been looking at other things and I and I bring this back to other things for you because maybe food's not something you struggle with, but maybe for you it's the habit of scrolling on social media because I know a lot of us love that kind of just mind-numbing experience <laughs> of just scrolling through. And maybe that's not life-giving for you. Maybe that's not the thing that makes you super excited, but somehow you're losing hours and hours of a day just scrolling. And so when you become more consistent and you take things out of your life, like, like scrolling on social media, it allows you to kind of see where you want to put it back in, if at all. So for example, when I stopped doing social media, I I took uh, two months off in July and August and most of September as well. And it wasn't exactly intentional. It was, I needed a mental health break and social media felt like it was taking a lot out of me. And so I just decided one day I wasn't going to hop on anymore. (laughs) And so I didn't. And I didn't use it for those two and a half, three months. And I came back and I was able to see where it could fit into my life after not having it there for two and a half, three months, I realized I don't have as much time to just mindlessly scroll. I have way too many things that have become more important to me that I don't have the ability to do that. And now, even as I'm kind of leaning in and ramping up a little bit more, when I first started this podcast, my goal is to be social media free by 2024. And that's really shifted because when I came back, I realized I really missed that community. I really missed a lot of those friends and family that I was talking to there that I just don't have the time to go out and have coffee with every single week. And I don't have the ability, nor do I have a space in my life that I want to make the time to hang out with all, you know, 2,000 of my friends. (laughs) I don't have time for that. And they're not all local either. So there's that. Anyways, so I miss that. And I realized, okay, I want to put this back into my life, but I need to be really intentional. So like I said, with the bread, I was very intentional. I have to make this if I'm going to eat it. And this has really kind of helped me realize where my habits are really hard to see unless I become a little bit restrictive for a little bit of time to be able to see what's serving and what's not. So with social media, maybe it's a good idea to take a week or two social media fast to see where is it adding value to your life? What is it you miss about social media when you're not on it? And where is it taking life from you? Where is it making you wish that you no longer had it, making you wish that you could step away? So that's that's one example, right? We've got the food example, we've got the Facebook example, um, or social media in general. And then another habit that, again, I don't want to label them good or bad, but for me, uh, watching TV was a 
waste of my time. I was watching, for me, not saying it is for everyone, but for me, it was a waste of my time because I was watching shows that were very um, high emotion. And as an empath, I would take in all of those emotions. And if somebody was mad at their husband in the movie or the show I was watching, I would get mad at my husband. <laughs> if somebody was sad, I would feel depressed within a day. It like all of I couldn't regulate how those feelings were coming in and out of my body. And therefore, I experienced a lot of really negative effects. And as soon as I stopped watching TV, it, it like disappeared. Now, I still watch a movie here and there with my kids. We have been loving the Disney Plus Percy Jackson, and we watch it once a week. That's good. I can handle that. It's also science fiction, so it's not as... Um, I can handle science fiction better because my brain can comprehend that it's not real life better than a love story that seems more realistic, right? Side note, just in case you wanted to know, this is how I watch TV. <laughs> Um, so for me, that was a really big thing that I realized I no longer could give space to that stuff, but I didn't know it until I quit cold turkey. And I said, I'm not going to watch these things for a month. And after that month, I slowly would watch something and I would feel it even more. I would notice the awareness was there of how I was feeling, of what the, what emotions were coming up for me and the the feeling was terrible. And so I realized like I can watch a movie here or there. I cannot binge anything. I cannot watch it late at night. Like I have found where and when I can watch TV and to be completely frank, when I want to, um, because there are just a lot of times where I'm like, I have way too many things I'm trying to do in my life that that's just not something that I have time and space for right now. So what I would encourage you to do if there's a habit that you feel like might be taking up more of your time than you want it to be, if you have a habit that you feel like is maybe not life-giving anymore, I encourage you to take a step back from it. Just take a pause. You're not quitting it forever. You don't have to never go back to it. Just take a little pause and be mindful. Be mindful of how you feel without that thing. So food is a great example. Because as I continue to work through my feelings with food, I realized that for so long, a wide variety of different foods were holding me prisoner and making me feel like if I ate this today, I am going to lose at least a year of my life or I am such a good person because I avoided that ice cream and I am going to live 10 years longer. And they were taking up so much exhaustive mental space that when I finally just acknowledged that I'm eating this ice cream because it tastes really good and it nourishes my soul and it makes me feel good and I can walk away if I have to because it no longer has a hold on me. The day I was able to do that was the day I realized that I got this. God will free me from all of my chains if I just ask. He will stop me from being tempted by all of these things. He'll remove the desire from my heart. And even as I'm speaking this, I'm getting kind of goosebumpy here, friends, because I'm like, I am noticing this in many areas of my life lately that I just don't have the temptation anymore. It's not because I'm working wicked hard and using all my willpower. 
It's because I've been praying to God daily to take this off of my heart. And he's finally helping me. And he's been helping me all along. I shouldn't say it that way, but I'm finally noticing where he's helping me and taking those temptations away and allowing me to live the life that he's calling me into every time I come to him, every time I lean in and allow him to understand and really fully get what I am looking for and how I am hoping to continuously further the kingdom. But what I will remind you as you shift your habits, as you move through this awareness space and take a pause from things, the enemy will sneak in. There will be moments where you feel defeated. There will be moments where you feel like, what's the point? Why am I restricting myself from this? Why am I trying to draw awareness to this and and figure this out? Because I feel very firmly when I say (laughs) new level, new devil is absolutely a true thing. Every time God has pulled me up to greatness, the devil has followed right along. It's been different. It's showed up in different ways, but it's always there. And it's always the reminder that the temptations will be there. But will your faith remain? Will you continue to pray to God even when it gets really hard? Will you continue to ask him to save you? to support you, to break you free from those chains that you might have with your habits? And will you choose to no longer look at things as good or bad, but making the choice for the good of the kingdom, making the choice for yourself so that you can do the work he's calling you to do? With that being said, let's take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity for us all to come together today and be reminded today and every day that the habits that we do daily truly do allow us to have you work through us. They allow us to be connected to you. They allow us to understand how you want us to show up and support us in this journey. I know that there are days when we feel defeated. There are days when we feel like nothing is going the way we anticipated. But even in those moments and even in the highs and the lows, please, God, remember that we help us remember that you are here with us, that you are supporting us, that you are holding our hands through it all, and that you are right by our sides. In your your son's name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Following the Spirit. My gratitude for you is immense. If something today made you think of a friend, please share it. You never know how it could impact them, but if God put them on your heart, I'm guessing there's a reason for it. Also, I love hearing how this show has impacted you. So please, if you feel inclined, take a few minutes to leave a review. Many blessings to you and your family, and until next time, make it a great day. Thank you.